Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. You know, we want the, the supernatural to be very natural in our life and the miraculous to be normal. It's the thing we're pushing for, and we know it's the thing that you're pushing for as well. I want to encourage you, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go and do that. Uh, whether you're listening iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, whatever you're listening through, uh, subscribe to it so you get the uh, newest podcast when they show up every month. That's the way we do it. We do once a month at the very beginning of the month. Uh, we want you to make sure you get those. And if you would, leave us a review. Share it on Facebook. Let your friends know about it. And let's continue to uh, cause this thing to grow so we can get this message out. Uh, you know, this isn't a, a deal just for you know a particular group or denomination. This is for the church, you know. Uh, we need to be seeing the power of God in demonstration in the Catholic Church, the Methodist Church, the Presbyterian Church, uh, the Charismatic Church. Uh, everybody is a believer. We need to be seeing these things happen, uh, not just in the buildings on Sunday or Saturday night whenever you have service. We need to be seeing these things out in the street and at work and in the store. This is for the believer. It's a, it's a lifestyle, not a church service. Uh, but these things that we talk about each month, uh, it, these things are important. They're, they're things that we've got to grab a hold of. It's things that you're not hearing like a whole lot of people talk about. But I believe the more we talk about these things, the more we preach these things, the more we demonstrate these things, uh, as we're, we're kind of digging rocks per se and uh, kind of doing some trailblazing, uh, you know, there's lots of us that are going after this. I know you that are listening, uh, we're, we're all going after this together uh, because it's important. We need to see these things for ourselves. Uh, the church needs to see these things most definitely, uh, but the world has to see demonstrations of the power of God and the Spirit of God uh, to make some believers out of them. It's the reason we push this, because Jesus pushed it. You know, with the Great Commission, he said that, that this great gospel, this good news, there's going to be signs and wonders and miracles that will follow. Why? What's the purpose of the signs and wonders and miracles? Well, it's to prove authenticity of the, the message and the messenger, prove that this almost too good to be true news, that it is true and it's legitimate. And so it's the reason we do these things. And it's the passion in my heart, man, just, just pushing me and just burns within me uh, to go further and go farther in the things of God and, and just knowing him and, in, and knowing him and knowing his ways and the way that he thinks, our father thinks, uh, then we'll begin just to see the power of God in greater demonstrations and greater degrees. I want to take a few moments today and look at a very familiar a story to a lot of people in Acts chapter 3. It's the story of the lame man who is healed at the gate called Beautiful. You find in Acts chapter 3, uh, starting in verse 1 uh, through 9, you see the story of how this happened. Uh, just to give you a quick summary, in verse uh, 6, Peter and John, they've walked up to him, and, and the man's uh, asking for money, and Peter says this. He says, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaped up, walking, leaping, and praising God. 
in the temple. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and were amazed. And where I want to get to is here in verse 12. It says, when Peter saw the amazement of the people, he responds to the people and says, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Now, this is an interesting statement and in the fact that here we just had a very notable miracle happen. A man has been lame. He's been uh, paralyzed for over 40 years. Uh, everyone knows him. He's, he's laid at that gate every day uh, begging for money. And all of a sudden he's walking and leaping and praising God and shouting and hollering and everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. And so, of course, they're in amazement. Absolute amazement is what has happened. Uh, many of them know him the whole life and, and there's been a drastic change in his life. And so in one sense, uh, they have a reason to marvel, but, but Peter's making a, a very, very good statement here. And he said, but why do you marvel? Because the flip side of this is, is this, friends, and that if we're believers, we're in Christ, uh, we have the tools and the equipment of Christ, these things should be normal for us. And they should be so normal for us that in one sense, it shouldn't be that big of a deal when it happens. But in order for it to not be a big deal when it happens, it has to be a has to not be a big deal for it to happen. In other words, if you want it to be normal after it happens, well, you got to get it to happen. And for it to happen, it's going to have to be normal for you. And it's the reason that uh, we struggle so many times in different areas and seeing uh, results in the area of healing and the miraculous is because so many of these areas are big in our mind and big in our eyes. And we have to change that. We have to change it to where these things become normal. And you say, well, how does, you know, somebody being healed out of a wheelchair or, you know, a deaf or blind person or tumors resolving, you know, things like that. How do these exterior things, how does that become normal for us? By putting our mind and our eyes on the things that are normal in Christ. You know, Jesus said in John 14, 6, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. That word truth there. And the Greek is the word for reality. In other words, he said, I am reality. If you want to see what's real for us and normal for us, look at Jesus. Look at the things of heaven. This is what Paul was talking about in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. He said, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, that word renewing, it, it literally means to renovate. You know, we need to renovate our mind, do a total renovation. You know, we do that a lot of times with our homes. We'll go in and we change the, the color on the walls and change the flooring and do all kinds of things and where it looks like it's a brand new space. And that's what we need to do in our mind. We need to make a brand new space and change the way that we think. And if you continue reading in verse 2, he says, I want you to, be, to transform your mind uh, by renewing it so that you can prove what is the will of God. You know, if we want to prove some things, and that's what we are destined to do by God, is to prove his will on this earth. If we're going to prove these things, we have to think like him. We have to see things the way that he sees it. And so, in all reality, miracles are normal for God. You know, miracles are a normal way of life for the Father and for Jesus, our big brother. It's normal for them. That's just a normal everyday lifestyle for them. And so, if he is our father, if God's our father, Jesus is our big brother, we are united with them. We should not only be united in spirit, but we should also be united in mind. Paul, you know, he, he lets us in on this a little bit in Corinthians, and he says that we have the mind 
of Christ. We have the capability to see like him, but in order to do that, we have to change the way that we think. So how can we do that? Well, you know, there's very practical things, especially in the day and age that we live in. You know, if there's certain ministers, people out there that's experiencing miracles and uh, they've got these things, you know, some of these videos out on YouTube and stuff, go watch those. I go back and I watch a lot of these old videos back from, you know, the healing revival in the 50s. Guys like Jack Coe and A. Allen and Branham and, and watch the miracles that take place. Watch these ones with Oral Roberts and, and Kenneth Hagin. See these legs growing out and tumors dissolving and blind people being healed. And let that just become normal to us. Because it comes down to this. The more that those things become normal to you, then the more normal it's going to be in your life. You could say it like this, that the more that the, the things in Christ become normal to you, the more normal to be in your life. What's normal for Jesus should be normal for us. You know, there's an interesting story over in Acts chapter 9, and it's when Paul, I'm sorry, uh, Peter, uh, he raises Dorcas uh, from the dead. It's in Acts chapter 9, and uh, here in verse 36, I'll just read it for you. Verse 36, it says, At Jabatha, uh, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds in what she did. And it happened in those days that she became sick and she died. And when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. And Peter arose and went with them. And when he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the widows stood by weeping and showing the tunics and garments that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Verse 40. This is powerful. It says, When Peter put them out, he knelt down and prayed. And then turning to the bodies, the Tabitha arise, and she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. So you see Peter kind of acting like Jesus here, and then he puts everybody out. But there's a, there's a very interesting piece right here. It says that Peter, after he had prayed, he turned to the body. See, here's the piece. When Peter came in, his focus was not on the body. He got his focus on Jesus. And as soon as his focus was on Jesus, then he turned to the body and he made a declaration of faith. Did you catch that? His eyes were not on the body. His eyes were on Jesus. And that's when he made his declaration. And I think maybe Peter might have learned his lesson when he was walking on that water, that while he was walking on that water, he kept his eyes on Jesus. And as long as his eyes were on Jesus, uh, the, the catastrophe that was going on all around, the big storm, the thing that caused fear in the people's eyes, that uh, was not normal to him because his normal was Jesus. Jesus was his reality. And as long as his eyes were on Jesus, uh, the supernatural became natural and the impossible became possible. The miraculous became normal. It's the same thing in this situation. He didn't walk in and just looking at the body and allow the reality of the things of this world to become normal to him. He kept his eyes on Jesus. And as soon as his awareness was there of the Father, and of Jesus, not only in him, but with him, then he turns to the body and says, Tabitha, arise. And the outcome is she opens her eyes and she's alive and well. And the story goes throughout all of Joppa and it says many, many people came to know the Lord Jesus. So I just want to encourage you today, take some time and meditate on the realities of Christ, of what's possible there. You know, Colossians chapter 3, it's one of my favorite scriptures, Colossians 3, 1 through 3, and Paul says this, he said, 
put your mind on the realities of heaven where Christ is. For you have died and your life is hidden with him. So put your mind on the realities of heaven. And we, you and I, we need to do that. We need to set our sights, set our mind, set our thoughts on what's real in heaven, what's real in Christ, and spend time meditating on those things. Talk about those things. Look at those things. When you have opportunities to go back, you know, our, our day and age of technology and, and with videos there, go back and watch these, these miracles that have taken place. When you have miracles take place in your own life, write them down in a journal. I do that. I go back every once in a while and just read, you know, things that's happened in different uh, services and conferences and things that's happened just ministering to people. I, I read those things and let those things become uh, fresh in my mind if it's been a while. And let them stay fresh in my mind so it becomes real to me and stays real. So that in any given time and situation when the power of God needs to be made manifest, I'm not looking at a situation in this world as too big. I'm not looking at a situation in this world as, uh, as not normal for these things to happen. But I'm so aware of Him. And, you know, it's not that I stay there. It's my endeavor to stay there. But, you know, things happen. And I, I sometimes, too, allow you know, the things of this world to, to take over and get too busy and doing things and uh, working and allowing the pressures of life to kind of get to you. But that's why you got to spend this time meditating on Him and, and spend time abiding in Him and, and maintaining your awareness that Christ is in you, that He is for you, and that He is with you. And spend time meditating on the realities of what's normal and that, you know, blind eyes are normal for me to see healed. You know, people that are paralyzed and in wheelchairs, it's normal for me to see them heal. People that have tumors, you know, inside and outside their body, it's normal for me to see those things dissolve. People have goiters on the neck, it's normal for me to see those things dissolve under my hand. And just like Peter, not because of, of something that I am and something that I've done, not because of my, my godliness and, and my good works, but simply because of the power that's been invested in me because it's been invested in the name of Jesus Christ. And he's given me his authority to manifest God to this world so people can know him as the true Lord and Savior. Well, that's all our time for today. I trust that uh, what we've looked at today has just helped you and connected you with God even further and seeing like him and thinking like him so we can manifest God to our world. I just want to say thank you to all those that's been tuning into the podcast each month. I've been praying for us and, you know, we're doing this together, pursuing these things together. It's not about one person or one group. It's about all of us as believers pursuing God and manifesting Him to the world and causing this great awakening to happen uh, so we can usher in the return of Jesus Christ. God bless you all. If you haven't checked out our Facebook page, YouTube, go check those out, Chad Gonzalez Ministries. We've got lots of videos we're uploading each month just to inspire your faith and help you in your pursuit of the supernatural. God bless you. Remember that in Christ, we always win. We'll see you next month.